0: Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Well, Colin, with Christmas now behind us, you are looking ahead to 2009. Yes, and what we need more than anything else as Christians is vision. Vision for the way ahead, vision for... God's purposes in our lives personally for his church and what he is wanting to work out in the nation and among the nations. Now, we most of us would be very familiar with the scripture at the end of 1 Corinthians 13, where Paul says, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. What we're going to focus on this week is the relationship between faith, hope, and love, how these three really are to intertwine in the life of every believer. And we're going to begin with hope because Paul says this when he's writing to the Colossians. We always thank God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ when we pray for you because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints, the faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven, and that you have already heard about in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. Now, what Paul says is that faith and love spring from the hope that we have, the hope that is stored up for us in heaven. So it's important for us to understand hope, and then we can see how God wants us to walk in faith and love. Now, I'm sure it's true to say that Christians hear a lot more in their churches about faith and love than they do about hope. And yet, you see, Paul is saying, the faith and love spring from the hope. So we can't fully and properly understand either faith or the way in which God's love is to operate in our lives if we don't understand hope. Now, hope in scripture is very different from the way in which we uh, often use the word hope in our common language today. For example, Uh, I might say, I hope it's going to be a nice day tomorrow, meaning I would like it to be a nice day tomorrow, but I'm far from sure that it will be because we live in England and you never know what tomorrow is going to hold for us from a weather point of view. So, the word hope used in normal language today has a kind of question mark after it well, I hope this is gonna happen or I hope that is gonna happen, but I'm far from sure or certain that it will. Now, the hope in the New Testament is completely different from that. There is no question mark about the hope that is set before us as Christians. Hope in the Bible relates to what lies in the future. Faith is for the present, hope is for the future. So, for example, we can say, I believe that Jesus Christ is going to return, he's going to come again. Now, that is part of our hope. Believing it today doesn't make it happen today. We know that it will only happen at God's appointed time. And Jesus said, the Father alone knows when he will return. So nobody getting out all their their time schedules from the book of Revelation is going to be able to determine when Jesus is coming again. So you don't have to listen to any of that nonsense. Only the Father knows, said Jesus. But what we can be sure of is that Jesus Christ will return return. And when he does, he will come as the triumphant king, not again as the suffering servant. Now, another part of our hope is that when we die, we shall go to be with the Lord in glory forevermore. Now, we believe that now, but that doesn't happen now. In fact, you probably don't want it to happen now. Uh, that today is not the day for for your departure from this life but it's part of your hope it's not some vague well i hope i'm going to be all right when i die if you're a christian who's born again filled with the spirit and you are living in relationship with the lord jesus christ you can be sure and certain of your eternal destiny it's part of what peter calls the inheritance that we have that will never perish, spoil, or fade. So that's another part of our hope. Now, why should Paul say that faith and love spring from this hope, from our expectation of what is going to happen to us in the future? Because he says that our hope is stored up for us in heaven. In recent years, the Alpha course has become very popular. The purpose of that is to is to be aimed at those outside the church. What the Church of Jesus Christ needs more than anything else today is an Omega course. Alpha course for the world, but an Omega course for the church. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, you remember that Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. Now, Alpha is the first letter in the Greek alphabet, and Omega is the last letter in the Greek alphabet. He is therefore the first and the last, the beginning and the ending. Now, what the scriptures teach us is this, that we really need to become what I'm going to call an Omega people that we are a people that are looking to the future. We are a people of hope. And the scripture says, hope does not disappoint us. Now, what, what do I mean by this? I mean that the decisions we make today and the way we choose to live today are influenced by what we believe about the future. So, you see, the scripture says that if we have this hope, we will purify ourselves today. We will seek to live a holy, godly, obedient life today. Because we're not simply concerned about short-term gains of God meeting a, a need in our life today, but we are people with a vision for the future, We are a people that understand the way we live today is going to affect our eternal destiny. Because although we have assurance of our salvation, we will all have to face the day of judgment. And on that day, God will reward each one according to what he has done. Jesus himself made that clear. So the decisions you make today in terms of the way you live your obedience to the word of god your openness to the holy spirit of god will all affect that future hope that you have and if you think about it you will spend eternity in heaven in the glory of god but you only spend 70 80 perhaps 90 years or so on this earth and really It doesn't matter what cost we have to face now if what is being influenced by our present lifestyle is the eternal destiny that we will have with God. You see, not everybody is going to be the same in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus makes that clear. There are the greatest and there are the least. He, of course, is the greatest of all because he was the greatest servant. Jesus Christ was the greatest servant. And he says that those in the kingdom who are servants are the greatest. Not those who want position and prestige and influence because even those in leadership positions need to be servants. Paul and Peter call themselves servants of Christ, actually literally slaves of Christ. Apostles, yes, but apostles who remain slaves of Christ. And they're happy to be those slaves. So, you see, it's very important to understand that we are a people of hope. Now, the faith, I operate, that operates in my life today, and the way in which I choose to obey the outworking of God's command to love others as He has loved me, will depend upon what I believe about my hope. If I really want to please and honor God, and to be ruling and reigning with Him in glory forevermore, Then I will be prepared to put my trust and confidence in him, no matter what life throws at me. At the same time, I will want to obey him. I will want to love him with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. I will be prepared to love my neighbor as myself and I will love my fellow believers as he has loved me by being prepared to lay my life down for them, which means that I will live for them and not for myself. So the vision we need for this coming year is that we shall be an Omega people, a people that are living today to see God's future purpose fulfilled in our lives, in his church, and among the nations. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com.